Welcome to Robbie's Modern Life on FBI Radio 94.5 FM. Hello, my name's Robbie Armfield. Uh, with me right now are my good friends, Sophie Gordon. Hey, hey, Robbie. Bernie Boggy. Hey, what's up, everyone? And Mitchell JC. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Doing all right, Glad man. To be back. Good, man. How are you, Mitch? I'm good. Thanks, Bernie. How are you doing? Good, man. Happy awesome. to be here, guys, and happy for another show. See ya. Coming at you live from Sydney. Lockdown and numero dos. <laughs> Friends, how are we feeling? Bernie, I'll start with you, my man. What's the go with you? Mm, lockdown, huh? I thought we were we were through this and over this last year, but seems like uh you know, we're just straight back into lockdown. That's right. And, that's right. And, you know, I keep thinking like over this week, like, geez, I thought we did this last year, but seems like straight back into it. That's, it seems like groundhog year. That's right, Mitch. Got to be with you until 1 p.m. today. Sophie, you've done something pretty interesting recently. Why don't you tell us all about that? Yeah, Robbie, it's been on the cards for a while. I got christened over the weekend. Oh, congrats. Mm. Thanks. You, you Thanks. got christened. You got christened, not <laughs> baptized, but where did where did you do it? At Coogee Beach, uh, down near the Coogee Pavilion. Oh, in the water. Oh, I know that end. Yeah, you get in the water. Yeah. Oh, nice. um, so then, of course, it would it was COVID safe then because everyone was keeping mm. a distance, uh, wearing masks, and we all use hand sanitizer at the moment of the sprinkling water and stuff like that. So we were all covered. Yeah, it's been on the cards for a while, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, you'd rather not it be COVID, but how, how do you feel now that it's over? I definitely feel better now that it's over. Yeah, it was, it, it's been in the cards f- for a while and it was yes, a man. non, yeah, yeah. And I got the non fungible, non um, payment. So I had to go ahead with the date that we, Originally planned, um, of course, of course. But I feel I feel good now. Definitely feel pretty relaxed. Good on uh, you. At yeah. peace, yeah. Sophie, have you had any demonic thoughts since you got christened? No. Cool. Demonic thoughts. Yeah. No, I haven't had any. Let's not make fun, Bernie. So hey, it works. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even fun. realize you were religious or anything. So, I, was it, was it just for family or for yourself? What? Both. I saw you put a whole bunch of pictures on Instagram as well. Was it? Was that had anything to do with? It didn't look. So it didn't look as COVID safe as you're saying it is now. No, it was. Everyone was distanced and stuff. And you know, uh, the photos I posted, obviously, you saw were from above. Aerial. Um, yeah, my uncle had the drone going, and he was he was up on the hill, so he was far away enough from the party as well. Another. Element of social distancing, I guess. Yeah, must be a bizarre thing with the perspective, but yeah, it didn't look didn't look as distant as it probably should be. But we'll we, we'll be touching yeah, more maybe on that perspective. Yeah, we'll be touching Exercise. on that more later in the show, and just sort of touching base with how you're feeling about it, and maybe hearing from you, the listener, about if you've had similar experiences. How have your christenings been affected by this latest Sydney lockdown? I know it's 
definitely affected a lot of people in a lot of different ways. You know, screwed up a lot of people's plans, that's mm. for sure. But um, mm. one plan that hasn't so much stopped is a plan in America. Uh, guys, I don't know if you heard about this, but the oldest living emo has finally been found. His uh, name mm. is Frederick Grangle. He's 78 years old, currently lives in Denmark, but initially hails from Wisconsin in the USA. He was found on the back of efforts pertaining to an online petition started five years ago entitled Let's Find the World's Oldest Living Emo. It sounds like one of those sort of funny petitions that's like almost a bit of a joke. Like mm. people share around a change.org. It just has a funny name. But mm. the movement really started gaining traction around two years ago after Elon Musk retweeted a vocal supporter. And honestly, guys, the resulting flurry of media attention finally led to the uncovering of Frederick in Denmark last week. So, Frederick, he's, he's as you'd expect, right? He's almost completely bald uh, with long straggling bits of black hair on the periphery of his head. He wears a wardrobe of entirely black, like all emos, yeah. uh, only listens to music that fits the emo aesthetic, like My Chemical Romance, The Cure, Bullet for My Valentine, etc. And, you know, his reasoning behind these choices will blow your head off. Um, we're going to be chatting to him later in the show. So, stick around for that. It's going to be super, super awesome. So awesome when people stick to their guns like that, you know, just for such a long period. I love that. That's inspiring. That's exactly Dang, right. Yeah. But um, obviously, that's over in Denmark, you know, via the US. Yeah. But Now to Australian bit- political news. Things were a little... Oh, sorry. Denmark are doing well in the US. So, he must be enjoying that. Things are yeah, a little bit different on the, stra- the uh, Sydney Australian uh, political sort of uh, area. So, yeah. this guy, so this guy is in. Um, he's the oldest living emo. Yeah, yeah, Bernie. So I think you've cut out Bernie. Are you there, Bernie? Living emo. Oh. Oh, yeah. So there's a, a petition delay. online that found the world's oldest living emo, Bernie. Anyway, do you know what we'll do? You're listening to FBI Radio right now. Uh, Robbie's Modern Life is the name of the show. Um, you got a song somewhere. Yeah. You we'll, hear me? I can hear you fine. We'll mm. test the connection, though, and we'll go, we'll go to song test right. the connection. Um, we're going to be touching base on some pretty hard-hitting uh, political news that's directly relevant to Sydney Australians <laughs> right after this beautiful song. So, uh, stick around. This is one by um, Napoleon, I believe. Rest in peace. What the army general? presents Gumdrop Romp. Frolic around the Maypole to the tune of Sydney's most exciting DJ acts including Sunflower, Polytechnic, Vape Gina, The Joy of Pleasure, Degenerator and much more. Sway as the sun descends on Blacktown's industrial district while sipping a cold brewery's latest strawberry lager this Friday 9th of July. First release tickets are sold out and second release are getting snapped up fast, so grab yours for just $75 now at peoplepleaseatix.com.au. Scrap Garden Sound Machine and a cold brewery, sponsors of Robbie's Modern Life. 
Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio 94.5 FM, streaming online, DAB, all that sort of jazz, back on the podcast as well. Hello to you. Hope you're doing well. My name's Robbie Armfield. I've got my great friends here, Bernie Bolgi. What's up? Mitchell JC. Hey, good to be back. And Sophie Gordon. Hey. Sophie, yep, there you are. So now to some more hard-hitting political news, Sophie, something's in the water. Yeah, look, I'm sure we're all seemingly all very aware at this point uh, of the bungled approach that our government has taken to the vaccine rollout, right? Oh, don't get me started. No, don't get Rob started. He's got a lot to say. Yeah, don't. I've done my research. I won't. I won't. Don't worry. But um, so in a bid to rekindle taxpayer confidence in their leadership, the government quietly passed a bill overnight called the Vax Keeper, Vax Seeker Program. Did you guys see this? I actually didn't hear about this one. Yeah. So according to a press release that was quietly distributed to news outlets this morning, it's a program that intends to rekindle taxpayer confidence through privatization. So more to come on that later. Yeah, that's a pretty weird one. War simulator. Surrender at your peril. You make the calls. You have access to the disaster codes. You are the master general in chief. From the creators of Serial Killer Grove and I'm Coming Round to Kill You comes this highly realistic and playable military game that puts you squarely in the heat of battle with the most powerful and accurate intel at your disposal. Your name is Brian Hewlett, the first commander general in chief, the master of this domain and soon to embark on another war. How will you choose to proceed? War or surrender? You rely on the intel of several spies camped out in enemy territory to make your decisions, but can you trust them? War Simulator is out now and available on Google Play for Android paid services. War Simulator out now on Android pad services. Now, Burn, Sydney's got something in the water with this one. There's a new startup. Mm, summer's in the water for this. This is a, a Sydney startup is raising money and it's a little bit different to how uh, startups usually uh, raise money. Their idea is- How are they doing it? What they're doing, guys, is that they're taking all the cash that nobody is using because of the pandemic and they're putting it up in hot air balloons, which is not only raising money, it's raising eyebrows as well, which has a lot of people worried. So we're going to be speaking to Martin Macaresi, a professor at UTS. Bernie. Are you there, mate? Bernie. I've lost him. Knows what to do with the cash. And we'll be finding out around the corner. All right. Lost you for a bit there. Might have to redo that one. Um, While, let's look, what's next here? Uh, Mitch, you take this one. Yes. And go. Uh, Where are we? Hang on, where are we? Yep. While my my guitar... Go while, ahead. while my guard gently weeps. So a new feat has been added to the bucket list of many a traveller as a video was recently posted to TikTok of a Buckingham Palace guard being brought to tears. 
The incident involved young TikTok sensation Jacob Sartorius, uh, who we've gone over before uh, on the show, who was filmed making a fake phone call to a guard's mother and narrating how tragic his life had become. So the fake call apparently hit home a little too hard for the guard who had visible lip trembles and a minor um, stomach convulsions uh, on film as he appeared to wince and sniffle through the experience. Yeah. So this has prompted many others to try their best at making the guards weep with uh, rare insults being hurled at the Queen's household division in the hopes of breaking their spirits and capturing uh, their weakest moments on film. It's really heartbreaking stuff, isn't it, Mitch? I mean, famously, these guards are not even so much as to move their eyes, let alone weep on camera. Yeah. Mm. I can't imagine that bodes well for their uh, their career. You do get a lot of tourists going and uh, they know about... um, they know about how hardy these guards are and they know uh, they tried their best to taunt them. So that's, mm. that's no good when you see stuff like that. Jacob's notorious. We the people. We the people. The phantom jumped into oblivion and then Sydney couldn't destroy its well-off beauty. Where did we get that? Where I did think, we get? <laughs> where? I, oh, no, I know what happened. I was, you know <laughs> where, where it suggests one? words for you? We're trialing new software on yeah. the chat. Yeah, I think I, I think I just hit the next. Was that Zoom generated? Text. Yeah, I just hit the next. Um, yeah, uh, suggested right, yeah. text basically. You let you must have leaned down on the your mouse or something like that. Yeah, you kept clicking the word. I guess so, those are pretty frequent words in my um, yeah text vocabulary or something. You're listening to Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio with Sophie, Bernie, Mitchell, and myself, Robbie. We've got heaps coming up. In fact, after the break, your city, Sydney, we're going to learn why you love it so much. Stick around after this one. This is... We're having an emergency at the Smiths Pool and Garden Warehouse. An intruder has hijacked a forklift and is trying to mow us down. We're currently hiding in the back room and are yet to apprehend the intruder who is still out there wreaking havoc. The back exit through the office is a safe way out, but a recent shipment of winter stock is blocking our escape. With the forklift trespasser running riot out on the main warehouse floor, our only hope of getting out of here alive is by moving the stock, so we need your help. Head to smithspoolandgarden.com.au for great deals on a wide variety of pool and garden essentials. The Aquabody S3 Automatic Pool Cleaner, $149, now just $79.99. Good value on the Skintex 48-inch Lawn Sweeper, down from $599 to just $499. The Husqvarna 130 Chainsaw, $374, save $75. Everything must go at cheap prices because we simply cannot risk these items not being moved out of the warehouse as soon as possible. If the forklift man gets a whiff we're in here before the stock is moved, we are done for. A small plywood wall is all that separates us from the intruder. The John Deere Model 450 forklift that he's driving will plough straight through that wall. Please listen, this is not some cheap gimmick to get a quick buck. This is life and death. Head to smithspoolandgarden.com.au to help out and update your backyard inventory while you're at it. Bacteria have a little sugar. 
Hey there, Robbie's Modern Life, FBR Radio 94.5 FM. Listening back on the podcast, DAB, digital, online, on radio, all with us right now on radio. My name is Robbie Armfield. Uh, with me right now, of course, is good friends of the show, Bernie Volge. What's up? Co-host Mitchell JC. Hey. And regular guest, Sophie Gordon. Yeah. Hello to Tony Blair as well. Now, Sydney is alive and pumping very yeah. soon. I mean, we're obviously in a bit of a <laughs> lockdown situation right now, but it's really got us thinking about what this city that we call home has to offer us, right? Mm. Mm. Why do we love it, guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. Um, Can hello. you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Sorry, yeah. what did you say? Sophie. Why do we love Sydney? Oh, why do we love Sydney? Bernie, ah, there you are. Why, Bernie, what, what do you love about Sydney, man? I mean, you call this place home. Well, I think that kind of question is like asking. Come again? Why do you love Why do you love Sydney, Bernie? I mean, it's a place that you call home. What is it that you love about it? Sydney is a place that I've called home now for about nine years. And every day I wake up and I have a, I'm filled with a sense of wonder, uh, a sense of wonder about why this city is so beautiful. And usually on my day, I try and figure out what that is. And uh, so recently, I think that I've honed it down to a few things. I think the beaches are very beautiful. The, be- the beaches from um, Curl Curl down. Sorry, Mitch. Mm-hmm. The beaches down to um, all the way down to Maroubra, the south side, very beautiful all rolling right. sand hills. And then um, places, tourist spots like Taronga Zoo. Taronga Zoo is honestly an architectural marvel. Uh, and also um, pretty spectacular that they can host um, really loud gigs there with all the monkeys. Um, pretty much that. Beaches and the zoo. All right. Let's keep this a bit shorter. Mitch, what do you love about Sydney? I have to concur with um, Bernie on a lot of his points. Um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, I wake up as well similarly and think to myself, like, you know, why me? How was I this lucky? to get like, you know, to be brought up in this gorgeous city. Um, yeah, it's just got such stunning, um, you know, masterpieces uh, of like architecture, like you were saying, Bernie, um, you know, the Sydney Opera House is a world-class, mm. you know, experience yep. if you've ever been in there. And so, and, and yeah. Sophie, what do you love about Sydney? I love um, the aerial view of sydney uh so you know when you go in a plane like i love going in a plane and and looking below it at sydney i love its shape and and its aerial topography and stuff like that it's beautiful isn't it it's funny you say that because your instagram almost exactly represents just what you're saying you have do you borrow your uncle's um drone along oh when he lets me he doesn't he doesn't let me very often You've got such a wonderful mind when it comes to that sort of architectural mm. knowledge, you know, that you get from those bird's eye views. But yeah, it's beautiful when you're sort of, I guess, what you're describing as being out of Sydney. But I'm, I'm I mean, yeah, like going, leaving, 
leaving on a plane and um, as you're taking off to go somewhere else looking above Sydney or when you're coming back home on the plane. So, that's what we love about Sydney. That's why we call Sydney home and it's why we big up local Sydney culture like we do here on FBI Radio, Sydney and the culture. And we heard from you. You got in touch on RML at FBIRadio.com and sent through your thoughts and feelings as to what you love about Sydney. Let's take a listen. Sydney, New South Wales, home to over 5 million people. But what is it about the city that those who live in love so much about it? Why do you call Sydney home? It's a good question and there's no wrong answers. Hi, I'm Robbie Armfield from RML on FBI Radio. We took to the streets to ask locals exactly what it is that they love about the city of Sydney. What is it about the city that leads you to the feeling of belonging and home? Why do you love Sydney? Hi, uh, I'm Will. Uh, I love Sydney because there's bunch of interesting people trying to do interesting things you know make music and put on plays and uh, draw art on walls and all that what I love about Sydney it's the city that never sleeps in you know early to bed early to rise hi I'm Kate um, what I love most about Sydney would have to be the warm sunny winter's days I think there's nothing better than sitting out in a park like Camperdown Park Um, with a beer, with some friends, maybe a frisbee, um, and soaking up that warm sun, even when it's cold outside. So what I love about Sydney, I mean, I grew up here. Most of my friends are here. Um, It's a really metropolitan place. There's a lot going on. You can go to cafes, there's nightlife, employment opportunities. It's just always been the place that I live, and I, I really like it. Why do you love Sydney? My name's Ned, and the reason I love Sydney is because of the people. I'm Rob, and I love Sydney because of the great transport infrastructure. Hi, I'm Jackie. I love Sydney because I love the beaches. I'm Sachin, and I love Sydney because of the beautiful weather. I'm Sophie. I love Sydney because of my friends and family and my pets. Hi, I'm Candice, and what I love about Sydney is that my friends are here. I don't really love the city itself, but I do like being able to have my friends here in the same city, so I'm very lucky with that. Um, And I like that it's, I guess there's a lot of leafy natural areas, and uh, it's a safe city as well, which I think we take for granted. I love Sydney because how shit it is. Hi there, Veronica here. Why do I love Sydney? Well, obviously, the nightlife. <laughs> Why do you love Sydney? Hi, how's it going, everyone? This is Jaren. I'm in the shower right now, and I love Sydney for the women. I love them for the women. They're so powerful, and I love them. Love Sydney. Love Sydney. Um, Sydney's nightlife. And I don't just mean King's Cross. I mean... Um, All the casinos, the star, the crown, the nightlife in Sydney is just phenomenal. I love going out with the boys and, um, yeah, just take care out there, guys. Enjoy Sydney for what it's got. (coughs) Oh, where the f*** else am I going to live, I guess? 
Why do you love Sydney? Hey, my name's Lucy and I love Sydney because the nightlife rules. Sorry, it's definitely better than Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, why I love Sydney is because of all of the bike lanes. Uh, you can get all the bikers to one side and you can just keep driving past them all. So, um, yeah, thanks, fellas and Soph. Love, Ronald Creek. Hi there, Obi and the gang. This is Hornado. I love Sydney. It's got the great beaches and the women. My name is the Prime Minister Scott Morrison and I love Sydney because... Hi, my name's Patrick. Um... I love Sydney just because there's like a cafe on every corner. I mean, like, I love coffee, you know, wake up hungover, just roll out of bed. On the corner, you got a cafe, your cappuccino, latte, flat white, whatever you want. You want your soy. I'm Ben, and I love Sydney because of the nightlife and the live music. My name's Steve, and I love Sydney. Why do you love Sydney? Araganza e para pronto corcchiette e sidni e la porto corrionto pauzniono. Arobi. Oh, hey guys, it's Bronte here. Uh, the buses are shit house, but I've got to say, the surf. These beaches are awesome. Jesus, Sydney, love it. I thought I'd let you know that I love Sydney because of the wildlife. Just today I've seen um, a dog, a bird, a seal butterfly, a whale, and a rat. Hey there, it's Max, uh, short for Maximilian. Well, I love Sydney um, because, well, my, my mates live here, um, uh, and that's that's, uh, that's fun. I, get, I can, can hang out. That's, that's good. Why do you love Sydney? Oh, Sydney's shit, eh, but f*** Melbourne. I love Sydney because I love RML! Oh, <laughs> uh, g'day there, Robert. Um, this is Michael. I've been a Sydney resident for 64 years. Uh, there's no place quite like it. Haven't really been much where else, but... It's a lovely city, and there's not much like it. I love Sydney, because I love Triple J. Why do you love Sydney? Hi, it's James. I am so thrilled at this question. I think it's one of my favourite questions. Why do you love Sydney? And I've got to be honest, from my point of view, Sydney is my spiritual home. It's where I feel most centred. It's where I am called to, where I feel a great pulling uh, energetically. I think it's my favourite place in the world. And I just know that this is going to be where I do something, you know. I'm just going to be a part of something here. It's Dave here. I love the warehouse scene in Sydney. There's like... Uh, something happening every weekend and I just love it it's a different different spot each time um, it's like an experience I love the warehouses the raves thanks RML why do you love Sydney 
Hey guys, it's Charlie XCX. I crashed my car into a bridge in Sydney, but I don't care. I love it. Funkies in the Heart presents Disco Love Tub. A night of grooving to the soulful sounds of funk and disco at Tango Terry's in the heart of Surrey Hills. Featuring a lineup of Sydney's funkiest DJs, including Tristan Patrick, Sean the Styler Denkin, Flex Mammy, DJ Lemon Groove, Yolanda B. Funky, Mama Funktastic, and the Soul Patrol DJs. The fun kicks off from 2pm, so get down early for great music and their funky fresh deal. Two chicken wings and your choice of cocktail for $25. Tickets are selling fast, so get yours for $80 from humanmovement.com.au. Funky's in the heart and Occult Brewery. Sponsors of Robbie's Modern Life. One, two, three. Guys, are you there? Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Back. My name's Robbie. The show is Robbie's Modern Life, FBR Radio 94.5 FM. Bernie, you're there. Oh, what's up? Sophie, you're there. Yeah. Mitchell. I'm here too. We're going to be with you until 1 p.m. And boy, oh boy, do we have some special stuff in the works. Mitch, you have been on a bit of a personal journey recently. Oh. Seriously. It's very personal. Um, do you want to speak to that a little bit? Shouldn't have blindsided me like this, man. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, as you know, uh, going on a bit of a bender in terms of experiences, um, various substances. And, uh, yeah, this is pretty much just the next leg of that journey that I wanted to bring to you all, um, you know, and what a more, yeah. you know, it's not a better, more apt time than now. I think. All right, cool. Mitch's substance journey. Let's take a listen. Hey guys, Mitch here from RML. Hope you're all doing well in lockdown, round two Sydney. Uh, Stay strong, we can get through this. Uh, We've done it before. Just a quick update regarding my personal life and how I've been coping. Since I can't go out a whole lot and all the pubs are shut in these times, I've been looking for a way to relax uh, after work. And after a working from home shift last week, I just needed to kick back hard and found that just ripping the cap off a cold bevy really took the edge off. Yeah, we've all done it, but figured I'm feeling pretty good now and proceeded with another. And uh, that second beer seemed to just really hit the sweet spot for me. I was able to put my feet up and just mellow out to some Netflix on the couch. Now, I've experimented with just the one beer and found it was initially relaxing for me, but wasn't lasting long enough into the night. But two seems to give just that little extra staying power for the long haul for these uh, COVID nights. And I know I've touted the beautiful... uh, 
the beautiful experiences of Molly, trips to see hash, Adderall and other substances for some spectacularly mind-numbing experiences. But honestly, this mellow dose of grade A grog, uh, it looks to be taking the cake if you want to just chill and get a good buzz going. Uh, I feel pretty dopey and loose when I'm on those two beers. I'm just lumbering about the house. I get like quite giggly at like everything. So watching fail compilations. I'm just a bit more confident when chatting and commenting online on said videos. Um, I've been goofing, ar- goofing around heaps, just like doing things like snow angels on the kitchen floor. Uh, <coughs> random uh, push-ups or just like making making calls at the telly when the news is on at like Gladys or the other liberal jokers. Um, you know, it just comes a lot more naturally. I'm laughing at my own jokes a fair bit. Um, I've been playing loads of pranks on the Miso and having a fun time doing it. Uh, so last night, actually, I took a spatula while she was frying up some um, fish fingers snacks for us before another ep of Breaking Bad. And uh, yeah, we just started season two. And then I went around the back of the house, uh, out the side gate, and came around the front and rang the doorbell. She opened the door, like, just baffled, asking, like, you know, what's going on? And I was, like, looking for this with the spatula in hand. Um, so yeah, fun stuff like that. I've been having loads of fun, yeah, on this two beer program. Well, well was accident incidental at first, but I'm just sort of like sticking to it now. Um, yeah, the magic is wearing off a little earlier now on the two beers. Um, so I've been hooking into a third the last few nights, um, but you know I'm often just falling asleep or getting a bit too bloated and feeling a bit sickly um so yeah two seems to be the sweet spot for now um but you know who knows what the future holds yeah so i'd recommend that you come and join me uh on this two bevy journey and you will not regret it so yeah thanks for your time guys mitch out Garden warehouse. The stock is moving, but we're not sure how long. <laughs> you don't think I'd get through, did you, motherfuckers? That thin plywood wall was no match for the John Deere Model 450 forklift and hydraulic lift kit. I actually lost my forklift license three years ago. <laughs> I'm irresponsible, and someone's gonna get hurt. So please take these impeccable John Deere's off my hands, because they won't last. Head on down to Crazy Freddy's Fork and Scissor Lifts in Prairie Wood. But until then... Recently, Sophie Gordon put school on hold to go on the trip of a lifetime. Right here on Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio 94.5 FM, let's learn what Sophie Gordon learnt 
traveling overseas. In 2018, I put school on hold to go and work at a supermarket and save up all of my money to go on the trip of a lifetime. A tour of Europe. Learning about exciting new cultures, visiting the most beautiful scenery, eating scrumptious exotic delights, and working everything out for myself without my parents there to help me. Obviously, I learned so much. Each destination offered me a new perspective on the ways people think, cultural peculiarities, and a new outlook on life. Right here on RML Today, I'm going to take you back in time with me on this trip of a lifetime and pass on to you what I learned overseas. Paris, the city of romance, but also home to millions of grumpy people that wish you just weren't there. In Paris, I learned how to be assertive and stick up for myself. By my fifth day there, no longer was I being pushed around and sworn at on the busy metro train. I was the one doing the pushing. What I learned overseas. Spain. I learned how to let go. Spain taught me life is all about eating and drinking well and staying out all night, having fun with friends. It's the little things in life. Oh, and I didn't mind the concept of the siesta, a little mid-afternoon nap. What I learned overseas. Portugal. Portugal taught me to stop and breathe in the fresh air. Portugal is full of beautiful, scenic landscapes. Exploring this beautiful country showed me just how incredible and stunning the world actually is. It doesn't hurt to stop once in a while and look around in my own city now, just to appreciate how precious life really is. Also, always start with a half. What I learned overseas. Amsterdam. Honesty is everything. Dutch people are known for their honesty. They taught me that people actually value brutal honesty and those that have an opinion and aren't afraid to share it with you. Imagine a world where you never had to second guess yourself or anything that anyone else tells you. You'll never be left wondering whether your friend really likes what you're wearing or if they're just saying that to please you. That's what Amsterdam is like. Next time, only ask my opinion if you're ready to hear it. When I came back from my trip to Europe in 2018, I was a different person, truly. A new lease on life, new attitude. After Paris, I'm not putting up with that man that cuts in front of me in the line for the cafe. After Spain, I'm happy to just put up my feet on the couch every now and then. I never take the beautiful landscape of Sydney for granted anymore after Portugal. And... I'm that person you can trust to give you my unfiltered opinion after Amsterdam. I learned so much overseas. Thanks for coming with me back in time through my trip of a lifetime and for letting me pass on to you what I learned overseas. Overseas.
What I Learned Overseas. Those are the kind of experiences wow. you cannot replicate, right? You cannot yeah. replicate those sorts no, of no, you know, character no. building situations. No. But going even, overseas, right? I mean, yeah. we can look, we can Google image search as much as we want, but you can't it replicate. It doesn't compare. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't compare. compare. Even my mum said, you are a different person when I came back. You know, you just learn a lot, I guess. Yeah. Sophie, do you think that, that that's going to um, impact your ATAR? No, no. Now, not that, not now that she's been christened, burned. She's got God on her side. True. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. You know, Rob's um, just the devil on your shoulder. <laughs> not really, <laughs> not really. Um, so let's jump to a song now on FBR Radio, and we'll be back with you very shortly with a couple of friends, the ones that you've just been hearing. Malignant Teens presents 72 Hours in Paradise, a collaboration with Occult Brewery's latest strawberry lager. Jump around 20 venues across Sydney over the course of 72 continuous hours this Thursday to Sunday as part of 72 Hours in Paradise, Sydney's longest party. Featuring incredible local and international acts, including Day and Age, DJ Lupisco, The Pony Club Bandits, Rita Dora the Explorer, Fuck Munchkin, Splice DJs, Lexicon Truther, Tree of Pile, The Gravity Pikelets, and much, much more. The first round of tickets is already sold. Second round are going quick and are available for $125. Cop yours at thisisafront.com.au. Malignant Teens and Occult Brewery, sponsors of Robbie's Modern Life. Super excited for that one. Huge thanks to Malignant Teens. That one's happening Thursday to Sunday this week. Robbie Armfield here. Robbie's Modern Life is the name of the show. Huge thank you for today's show to Sophie Gordon, Bernie Bolge, Mitchell JC, Tony Blair as well. And you for getting in touch with why you love Sydney at rml at fbiradio.com. Appreciate your thoughts. Catch us next week, Monday, midday till one, same time, same place. Listen back on the podcast, Robbie's Modern Life, and like the Facebook page as well. That one's called Robbie's Modern Life. Going to leave you now with a track called User Friendly. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Goodbye. Thanks. (laughs) 